Hi and welcome to Paul Martin's Catholic Podcast. I'm Paul Martin. I used to be a Presbyterian, then Pentecostal lay preacher. And then I converted to Catholicism after studying the Bible and church history afresh. I'm talking today about a very controversial subject among some Christians, even some Catholics. And that is Halloween. Every year... On October the 31st in America, children get dressed up as, as ghosts, as goblins, as spooks or something else and they go around door to door knocking for trick or treating. And there certainly does not appear to be anything remotely Christian about doing something like that. There are many Christian festivals which have been greatly commercialised in the world. There's Easter, which is about the crucifixion and death of Jesus. But then there's also the Easter Bunny, which has nothing to do with Christianity. Nevertheless, Christians still celebrate Easter, and we emphasise the Christian aspects of Easter, without giving much attention to the Easter Bunny. Christmas is also about the birth of Christ and we celebrate Christ's birth since church tradition points to December the 25th. And no, there was no pagan gods born on December the 25th. There's a lot of misinformation out there. But I've done a podcast on Christmas and the debunking the myths that it was pagan in origin Nevertheless, some aspects of, of Christmas, such as the widespread commercialisation, don't have a lot to do with Christmas and the true meaning. We Christians still celebrate the true meaning of Christmas. But now we get to Halloween. Is there anything remotely Christian about that? And many people think Halloween is nothing more than an American commercialised trick-or-treating cultural festival. And it is true that in most cases that people celebrate Halloween in America, that's what it is. But Halloween, again, has Christian origin. But there is a lot of misinformation and it's been misused and de-Christianised by the vast majority of people who celebrate it. So I'm going to look at a couple of questions. What is the historical origin of Halloween? Is it pagan or Christian in origin? And then the next thing I'm going to ask is, should we celebrate it? And should we take part in trick-or-treating and dressing up as ghosts and goblins or not? So, first thing we're going to look at is the origins of Halloween. And first I'm going to talk about something completely unrelated to Halloween, and that's an ancient Celtic pagan festival called Samhain. It's spelt Samhain, it's actually pronounced Soin or Shavin, so I'm just going to call it Shavin. I don't know why they don't just spell it the way it's pronounced, but that's the English language for you. 
And many centuries ago, centuries before the time of Christ to about the second century after Christ's time, the prevailing religion of Great Britain and Ireland and to some extent in Gaul, which is where France is, the Celtic people lived there and their religion, they were Druids, they were Druid pagans. And at this point, some of you will probably want me to go into a great deal of detail of what these Druids believe, believed. And I'm not going to because we don't know. There's very little known. All we know, largely, is they were the prevailing religion of Britain. They practised human sacrifices and other things. And the Romans came in and went to war with them. And the Druids and their adherents fought ferociously against the Roman invaders. And by the second century AD, the Romans had pretty much wiped out most of the Druids. But they had a festival called Shavin. And it means in the Celtic language, summer's end. Now, summer ends in the Northern Hemisphere between September the 21st and September the 23rd. Halloween is October the 31st to November the 1st. So it has nothing to do with Shavin or Sam Hain as it's spelt. And given that the Romans had wiped out a lot of these Druids by the 2nd century AD, how did it get into Christianity? And the answer is it didn't because... All Saints Day was a festival that came much later. Britain was completely converted to Christianity from about the 2nd century AD to the 4th century AD. So about two centuries after Britain had finally become, had started becoming Christian and two centuries after the Druids had been wiped out, in the Eastern Church, the Eastern Christians began a festival known as All Saints, and that was to commemorate all of the saints that had died, even ones we didn't know about. And so it wasn't some influence from the northwest of the Roman Empire, but from the east came this concept of commemorating all the martyrs. And then Britain was invaded by pagan Anglo-Saxons. The Angles and the Saxons were two German tribes and the Jutes were a Danish tribe. And they invaded Britain after it had become Christian. But they did not follow the Druid religions. The Anglo-Saxons were pagans, but they didn't follow the Druid religion. And courageous preaching and resistance by the Celtic people of Britain ensured that they eventually won the Anglo-Saxons over to Christianity by about 680 AD. 
So by 680 AD, Britain was completely and utterly Christianised. And then, about 50, more than 50 years later, Pope Gregory III made All Saints Day a holy day on November the 1st during his reign, and he was ruling from 731 to 741 AD. Now, at this point, people will say, hang on a minute, hang on. All Saints Day is November the 1st. So what is October the 31st? That's a different day. Here's what it is. In many cultures of the world, a day begins and ends in the morning. In most of the Western culture, we think of a day beginning and ending in the morning, although in our modern culture, it begins and ends at midnight. But in the biblical world, in the Jewish culture, and even in Genesis chapter 1, where it says there was evening and morning the first day, the Jews took that to mean that a day begins in the evening at sunset and ends the following day at sunset. So the Jewish Sabbath, which is Saturday, it actually begins on Friday night at sundown and it finishes on Saturday night at sundown. And in Germany, for example, in Australia where I live, Christmas, the big Christmas day is December the 25th. But in Germany, it's different. In Germany, the most important part of Christmas is Christmas Eve, the evening of December the 24th, the day before. So at this point, people will be thinking, well, okay, so what's October 31st then? October the 31st was All Saints Eve. It was the evening, the beginning of All Saints Day going into the following day. And so it's known as All Hallow Tide. It's actually a three-day festival in the Catholic Church. It's All Saints' Eve, or All Hallowed's Eve, October the 31st. November the 1st is All Hallowed's, or All Saints' Day. And November the 2nd is All Souls' Day. So these three days together are called All Hallow Tide. Now what does Hallow mean? Well, it comes from saying this is hallowed ground, this is holy ground. The hallowed's means the holy ones. We say it in the Our Father prayer. Hallowed be your name. And that, my friends, is what All Saints Day is about. Now, some people at this point are going to be saying, aha, but why October the 31st? Isn't that pagan? Well, as I've shown, Shavin, that pagan festival was on September the 21st to the 23rd. But neo-pagans came along in the 18th and 19th centuries and they brought about a revival of neo-paganism or neo-druidism in Britain. And then they started spreading much misinformation about the past, about druids. And these so-called revisionist historians 
started this druid cult in the 18th and 19th centuries in Britain, which is still around today, and it was modelled off Freemasonry. And Freemasonry is a fairly modern invention. It was invented in 1717, that they claim they're from some ancient religion. And so we can see clearly that they came up with the idea in the 18th and 19th centuries that October 31st was Shav in, but it wasn't. And the question is, well, what do we as Catholics do? Do we do trick-or-treating and, and focus on ghosts and, and skeletons and zombies and horror things? And the answer is no. What we do on All Saints Day is we commemorate the saints and the martyrs. On an All Souls Day, we commemorate all of the faithful departed and pray for those in purgatory. And on those days, we commemorate the martyrs. We have Mass and we have readings of the Beatitudes, what Jesus said at the Sermon on the Mount. And we often visit the graves of loved ones. And what about the jack-o'-lantern? Is that pagan in origin? Does it come from the ancient druids? And the answer is no. The jack-o'-lantern originated in the 19th century. And no, it did not come from the neo-druids, the neo-pagan community. It actually came from the Catholic communities of Ireland and Scotland. The 19th century, Irish and Scots would often carve hollow lanterns out of turnips or pumpkins or root vegetables. And it was to represent the souls in purgatory on All Saints' Eve. And it comes from an Irish legend called The Legend of Stingy Jack. And he was an alcoholic fool, but he was a very witty, wily Irishman who was good at getting himself out of trouble. And he managed to trick the devil into agreeing not to take him to hell. And when he got to the gates of heaven, he was told about his godless, immoral life he had lived, that he couldn't go to heaven. So the legend says that he wandered between heaven and hell and he glows inside a hollow turnip. And that's where the jack-o'-lanterns come from. And it was Irish immigrants who brought that to America and it became a staple of Halloween. Now that story of Stingy Jack is not uh, an officially approved of story by the Catholic Church. It's just a silly, theologically incorrect legend. I suppose it's to teach people a lesson not to be an alcoholic fool like Stingy Jack, but I'm simply pointing out though the true origins of the jack-o'-lantern and busting the myths about Shavin or Samhain as it's spelt and showing the true origin of Halloween is All Hallowed's Eve. So should children in places like Australia and other places go door-to-door trick-or-treating and following that American commercialised 
festival. I don't really think so, but I don't outrightly condemn it either. There isn't anything intrinsically necessarily evil about dressing up as a ghost or a witch. But if that child believes in witchcraft and wants to abandon Christianity, then there's something very wrong with it. But dressing up as a favourite character isn't something evil. My own two children, I have a son and daughter, and they like to dress up as their favourite superheroes. And they've got a few costumes. They like to dress up as some of the Star Wars characters. There's nothing bad about children doing that. Children have done that since time immemorial. But I believe that as Christians, as Catholics, we should follow the original Christian meaning of Halloween. And at my Catholic church, this Halloween, they're having a festival where all the children dress up as their favourite saint. Where we have a church service followed by a party in the church hall with the kids dressed up as their favourite saints. And at the moment, I'm working on a couple of costumes for my kids to wear. I hope you've been challenged and I hope you've found this talk informative. Thank you for listening. Happy Hallowed Eve and happy All Saints Day and happy All Souls Day. God bless you.